0: Welcome to Misinformation, hosted by Rebecca Jones and produced by Big Mouth Media. This weekly podcast with Florida COVID whistleblower Rebecca Jones dives into the world of disinformation and how it's hurting America and democracy. Now, here she is, Misinformational.
1: I'm stuck here legally until all my children are 18. So That's
0: all. I'll be here. <laughs> yeah, we can get into the whole uh, that stuff
1: soon. So fun. But I'm so happy that it seems like you have an amazing opportunity and you're moving out of state, which is great so that Ron DeSantis can no longer legally persecute you in the state um, using his police force uh, that he has clearly at his disposal. To harass whistleblowers like you. I'm, ha- I'm happy for you.
0: This is the second time I have left this state um, because my family was in danger. And I will tell you that it doesn't get any easier, similar the second time. But, sorry, dust on my keyboard. Everything is dusty right now because everything's in boxes and being everything put together. and uh, my family has twice now um, been subjected to unimaginable things, Um, my children. So, I'm headed out. But we are here to talk about billionaires today, (laughs) and conspiracy by and about billionaires and sinking ships. So, what do you know about RMS Titanic, Uh, probably actually a
1: lot more than other folks only because my husband is like a titanic aficionado he um you know he's got a master's degree in american history and he wrote his master's thesis in part about an author Jacques trot who um, went down with the titanic and um, he'd been a long time like titanic researcher person and so he's always kind of like giving me these tidbits about it and about like how accurate some of the movies are and have been about it and what he likes and dislikes about it so I mean I know that it was a ship and it left and it was supposed to be unspeakable and it hit an iceberg and it sank and it was a fucking disaster from start to finish and um it's really deep and uh yeah
0: yeah that's that's what I know Well, that is um, about the gist of it. So there are some indisputable facts uh, here. And we should always kind of start about what is the basis of a conspiracy theory. Because this one's going to get crazy. The RMS Titanic was a ship that was built. And um, supposedly sank in 1912. So even the supposedly sank thing is the subject of a conspiracy theory. I was not aware of all of the absolutely insane conspiracies about the Titanic. Yeah. Um, but there are two in particular, and there's a lot. Um, some of it's just misinformation. We've talked about the difference between misinformation and disinformation and conspiracy theories right. and propaganda. So misinformation is when people maybe read an article that a journalist wrote about a scientific report that maybe they didn't fully understand or you know emphasize the wrong points and they took a certain impression from it and then they shared that information, and then that information became mainstream. One right. of the examples for that um, in the Titanic's case is, and I was under this impression too until I looked it up for this story, was that there was a severe fire. Um, in the days or weeks before the titanic that weakened the hole in the area um where the iceberg struck which is why it was so bad that's not true apparently um i -hmm. remember thinking that uh and i i had that notion until i did this story so that's that was not in the james cameron film uh was it in the james cameron film
1: no it wasn't i'm saying
0: I think that actually, well, that particular research paper came out after Titanic, the movie, because Titanic, the movie was in what, like 98-ish, and I think the story about that came out in 2013 or 2015, so a long time afterwards. Um, There was a fire, uh, that part was true, and they were in a scientific discussion debating whether or not they think that that was a contributing factor to what caused the Titanic to sink so quickly media picked up on it didn't necessarily balance you know the expertise or you know all the elements fairly and people like me saw an article about how there was a fire that they knew it was dangerous and they took off anyways and it probably contributed to you know the disaster but um you know I'm responsible for that misinformation until now but that's why we do this so so that you know um because media is terrible at handling things like scientific discussion but There's much, much crazier conspiracy surrounding the Titanic. And they all kind of bubbled to the surface again uh, this past week when, Mm -hmm. you know, there was this massive search for these four billionaires and this one 19-year-old son of a billionaire who died in a submersible. So uh, let's, where should we start? (laughs) Um, Where should
1: we start? Um... I don't know. Listen, and I'll tell you this, I, I um I avoided this story so much because I you know, when there were people who were like, "Oh, the people, there's people and they're human." I'm like, "Yes, yes." And then people are like, "Well, they're billionaires." So they can go fuck themselves. And I was like, "Yeah, that too." And then I'm like Titanic and I'm like, you know, it sunk over a hundred years ago. I'm just kind of over it, I guess. Um, so there were so many things and there was so much media attention on it that it was like, I'm like, why do they want me to care about this so much? Like, what is, like, who is putting out these stories and like, like, why is this something that everybody's grasped to? And so I guess I just kind of like shut it out. I did not make any tweets on it. I did not make any posts about it. I did not read about it any more than like just what came in my face on, Scrolling, uh, so it's there's my lot. like mega culpa on this, and I did get like more information than I wanted on <laughs> just from scrolling. So yes. and start there, like the why does anybody care? Maybe well, start there. I
0: mean, there's there's a m- formula for what makes a story viral, and news organizations are aware of it. You know, there when we go over this in J school, you know, when you're an undergrad, that you know something uniqueness of something will always make it more newsworthiness. Um, If it involves influential or highly powerful or wealthy people, it's more likely to be influential. So celebrities or billionaires. Um, If it's something that's related to an issue that's been romanticized a lot. uh, So obviously the Titanic, Mm -hmm. not just with the James Cameron film, but even before that, was this kind of legend of a story and you know this unsinkable ship the prize of this company and you know it, it just steamed right ahead and it, it had a lot of cautionary stories about hubris and you know that the limit right. of invention and industrialization and capitalism and blah blah blah, blah. but yeah movie has caused an over romanticization and so there's well, all things. And there's it's- been a ton
1: of Titanic movies too, by the way. And actually, I just looked up the title because I couldn't remember it. But the other my my husband's also an old movie buff. So there's actually a 1958 movie called <laughs> A Night to Remember, which, by the way, is like almost exactly the same as some,
0: the a, James Cameron,
1: James Cameron movie. Titanic movie. People say they ripped off the storyline because it's like it's it's – it's eerily similar to watch a movie from 1958 that looks like that. The only thing that's of course missing is like the Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, like love story, which is actually what every Titanic person hates about the James Cameron. Movie.
0: I love that part. That's what grounds it. You know, you, we've heard the story about the sinking ship, blah, 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 blah. But there's a story of like these two people, you know, even though it wasn't real, um, trying to survive. And survival stories are one of the biggest yes. trending things, especially if there is a clock involved, um, with news and it's not just with billionaires. If you remember the cave divers, um, yeah. who were trying to rescue the, the soccer team in Thailand. Were, yeah. Yes. Um, that was constant viral breaking news, it, you know, people in peril and they're out there and we're trying to get them. That is a story that people want to follow. Um, but during the search, because we've talked about this before, there's a lot of breaking news. A lot of stuff gets out there that's not right. I joked about one of these and got just trolled to hell about it. I said after they finally disclosed that they found you know, some of the wreckage and that the people likely died um, on Sunday during the descent, uh, before they even got to the Titanic, and that the sonar heard or registered the implosion um, on their technology we heard stories about how there was banging every 30 minutes and they thought that this was the survivors trying to, you know, signal out to people to find them. And so I kind of joked, maybe in poor taste. Um, I said, well, wait a minute. And if they were all dead Sunday, who the hell was doing the banging every 30 minutes in Morse code and uh, making an aliens joke, because if you haven't been watching the news or you what? haven't seen past the uh, Titanic stuff, aliens made, there were huge alien stories. This, this, uh, week as well with this supposed ufo whistleblower and there's more than one and we kind of talked about this you know if not the last episode the previous one and then earlier in like february with uh my buddy tim burchett who's just enjoying being right about aliens right now um on his twitter page but um yeah so there was a lot of stuff like oh there are yes, um, survivors out there every 30 minutes are banging you know to to be rescued and it wasn't them and um yeah so th- there was a lot of stuff out there going on and it's like race because we had a clock they were like oh they have 48 hours of oxygen left oh they have 24 and they were dead the whole time um which is interesting that we spent the amount of resources it was a multinational search millions of dollars were spent it was kind of juxtaposition against stories that had occurred over the same time that nobody paid attention to like there was a ship that sank i think with um several hundred people on it that nobody Mm -hmm. covered in the press yeah yeah um which is you know rightfully calling out the media not necessarily an attack on the victims um but it gave this opportunity for our favorite you know kind of conspiracy theorists to what i say glob onto something trending and use what was happening as a vessel to spread other conspiracies now two of the craziest conspiracies about the original titanic sinking are one that it never sank at all um, and two, that it was sunk intentionally. Now, th- these are really fun. I'll go over just the basic thing because it highlights how people do this. So um, the whole Titanic conspiracy, the swap conspiracy, is this conspiracy that the ships were switched, that the ship that sank was actually the Olympia Disguises right. the Titanic uh, because the Olympia was damaged in a collision with either a sub or another ship. And so they wanted to recover losses and rebuild a whole new ship and keep the Titanic masquerading as the Olympia, which eventually sank too. Um, but uh that that's that. It was an insurance fraud scheme. So yeah. it's not denying that there was a sinking of a ship, but they claim that it wasn't actually the RMS Titanic, it was the Olympia. They swapped them out so that the Titanic, in its pristine condition, can continue sailing as the Olympia. And they would get the insurance claim to build a whole new ship. Mm -hmm. Problem was, and I found this online, the insurance policy for the Titanic did not even cover the cost to build the ship, much less everything else that went into it, like all the fancy chandeliers and blah, 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 all that stuff. Mm. It was $2.5 short just of the construction of the ship. So if mm. you were to file an insurance policy claim to build a new Titanic because you said sunk, you wouldn't be able to rebuild it. You'd, you'd be short a oh. million dollars. Um, and that original insurance policy, funny enough, sold on an auction for $25,000. Some rich person bought just the piece of paper that had the Titanic's insurance value on in it for twenty five grand. Rich people are weird. Pe- mm. Rich people. Obsessed with weird stuff like this, or even weirder. I just wanted to point out that somebody actually paid twenty five thousand dollars to a private auctioneer just to possess the insurance document that had literally nothing other than the claim amount for the Titanic itself. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course,
1: I was going to say I know why that 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 theory has legs. Actually, I know why because and this is something that my actually my husband points out all the time is that there's apparently a a lot of photos that are attributed to the Titanic that are actually the Olympia. Okay. So that's why if he's like, oh, you can tell because there's, God, I don't know, like part of the bow or something that's like different. And so he's like, that's how you can tell that one's the Olympia and not the Titanic. And I'm like, okay, great. But I think that that's why this has legs because in maybe some of the PR or, even the, the reporting and investigation afterwards, they were using Olympia photos in lieu of Titanic photos.
0: Yes. And that is another thing that happened during the, the breaking news. Um, when all of this was happening, sorry, I was clicking on something because I wanted to find a link to something specific. Um, there were stories right now and there's pictures right now, out there on the internet claiming to be photographs of the debris of the titan submarine at the bottom of the ocean they are not authentic they are actually ai generated images mixed in with some images that were previously taken at the titanic wreckage Hmm. um so this is something that happens a lot we see misattribution of photographs all of the time we they do it with marches and on you know political stuff they do it with wars with you know c- political events all kinds of things but yeah it, one of the easiest things to do is to take a picture and s- say oh well this was the olympia and then look at the titanic it's the same the sunken titanic it's the same one it's like well actually the original picture is the titanic not that you would know that but at any rate the official insurance policy is online because this guy bought it for 25 grand it's only for 5 million 1912 dollars the construction of the ship alone cost 7.5 million the company that had oops sorry for all those people i just bombarded with my microphone um the company that built the titanic actually filed bankruptcy
1: uh mm-hmm.
0: after the titanic sank and restructured itself to avoid any kind of you know accountability for what it did wow and- they've been doing that for a long time huh Yes, and it became, um, and I, that's, that's what I was trying to do. I want to say, it was either Carnival, um, and it became later, still in operation today, doing chips, which I thought was, it was White Star Line. White Star Line, right? Yes. White it was Star the original Line company. Company. Yeah. Um, it went defunct in 1934, and then, um, let's see. And then became um, Cunard Line, operating as Cunard White Star Line, uh, and then became Carnival Corporation. So, if you're wondering what happened to the company that was responsible for the Titanic, they uh, they skirted all responsibility, bankrupt, reformed, and now they are Carnival Cruise Lines. So, I was I remember looking that up in the past too. Um, so yeah, there's that's there's- like, there's like, a- that's
1: like a- Union Carbide becoming <laughs> Dow.
0: Yeah, right. So that that's the story. stories. Basically, it was an insurance fraud scheme. They don't deny that people died or that it sank. They're just saying that it only sank because it was already damaged. It was the Olympia. Um, and they, you know, sank it maybe possibly intentionally, but probably accidentally so that they could keep the Titanic running and buy a new ship, which is false. And it's easily provable false thanks to this random person who paid 25 grand to make this document public. The other one is um, a assassination via sinking ship plot by the United States government Ooh. for the sole purpose of executing three wealthy men who were on the ship. Um, of course, this this is where you get into the kind of JFK type, you know, conspiracy levels. And I'm going to get shit for the saying that that's a conspiracy. Um, but um, as it came out of my mouth, I was like, ah, I'm going to get the JFK conspiracy types now on this one. So the intentional sinking conspiracy claims that basically there were these three men that were very, very wealthy, um, that were the target of an assassination attempt, and which is why the whole boat was sank, even though there's no guarantee if you sank the Titanic that these three men would die, especially being wealthy first class businessmen. Uh, One Mm -hmm. of them was the wealthiest man in the world at that time, John Jacob Astor, Um, Mm -hmm. and that they were wanted for assassination for a very specific reason. And that was because these people believe that they sank the Titanic to eliminate opposition to the creation of the Federal Reserve Bank.
1: Oh, it's a Federal Reserve Bank conspiracy. Anytime we
0: get a Federal Reserve Bank conspiracy, it's all kinds of fun. There's The reason that they say that that was the purpose, um, other than the fact that these three rich people were on the ship at the time, was because J.P. Morgan of, yes, J.P. Morgan Chase fame, was a huge advocate for the creation of the Federal Bank. Obviously, his company had its own reasons for wanting to do that. And he had booked one of the fanciest, most expensive and lavish suites on the Titanic and canceled at the last minute because he wanted to stay in his salt baths somewhere which seems like a very rich person to do thing to do is like, Oh, I have this sweet belt on this maiden voyage of the Titanic, but I'm enjoying my bath. So I'll take, you know, the D'Artagnan when it goes back out or whatever. Um, but because he canceled his last minute trip and, um, as if he knew something as if it was a planned assassination attempt and JP Morgan was involved. Why would he book the fucking suite in the first place? I don't know. Uh, could just have nothing to do with the ship. That's what they use. Problem with that is, is that I looked up these three men And there's, for two of them, no historical record whatsoever that they had an opinion on the creation of the Federal Reserve Bank. And one of them was actually supportive of the creation of the Federal Reserve Bank. Um, Mm -hmm. So assassinating a supporter to eliminate opposition seems really dumb. But that's, that's that conspiracy. And that in order to do this, they sank a whole fucking ship because it wasn't 1912 and you couldn't just mug and shoot somebody on the street. Um, And there was a guarantee that if the ship went down that all three men would die, even though two of them, their opinions on the Fed are unknown and one was supportive. So yeah, there are lots of conspiracies around a freaking boat running into a giant chunk of ice and sinking at full speed, which is stupid. But this is a tactic that we see a lot. Anytime there's anything that's trending or mysterious or romanticized, you can use those conspiracies as a conduit to basically create a culture in which the government is constantly lying and engaging in nefarious, complex murder plots to either control people or to enact their you know, political will or to pass controversial policies that... Otherwise would have never been passed, but Mm -hmm. it creates a culture of distrust and an environment in which you're introduced to these themes that make it much easier for other more dangerous conspiracies to take hold. Now, I was looking at some of these people who were doing this and some of them I had the privilege of not knowing who they were um, before. and Now I do like Zach Voorhees. Yes, as in Jason Voorhees, the... The murderer from the, what was that Friday, the thirteenth? Is, Is that, that Friday the thirteenth? The I know it's the first one, but yeah, the hockey mask guy. So not into that either. Oh, I'm, I'm super into that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's bizarre he started spreading all of these conspiracy theories about how the Titanic was intentionally sunk and used that as basically a launch pad to say how the entire story and the press circus around it was merely a distraction for Hunter Biden laptop news, (laughs) which Hunter Biden laptop is like the, you know, the, thing that they keep trying to make stick but nobody gives a shit about like no matter how much they try to like ram it into mainstream culture nobody gives a shit and so of course there was some jim jordan was tweeting about how there was some verification of the laptop's custody chain again nobody cared and the reason nobody cared was because everybody was was talking about these billionaires who were missing um which meant that not only was the Titanic sinking a conspiracy, now that I've got you believing that that might have happened, I'm going to tell you that the only reason that the sub went missing is those people were intentionally murdered so that we would not talk about Hunter Biden. That's how these things happen. Yes, exactly. So now they are saying that it had started with people kind of doing the Elon Musk thing was like oh interesting question or oh that's weird he does that all the fucking time he'll comment on stories when he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about with two or three words that are stupid like he did on my son's story oh misleading headline or something like that that's what he said about the story about my son from the Miami Herald
1: calling him an entrepreneur is a misleading
0: headline (laughs) yeah calling him anything successful is a misleading headline
1: he's a he's a Um, apartheid emerald mine baby that's what he is
0: but it, yes it started as isn't it weird it's like why would five billionaires go on this shoddy thing this seems very weird and so the i'm just asking questions approach is one of the the most common generic types of introductions to get people to to glob one of these conspiracy theories to grab their attention which is really all they want i'm just asking questions don't you think it's weird You know, like, well, how come this happened? I'm just asking questions here. Um, You know, maybe, you know, there's a secret cabal of vampire cults in New York City that are sacrificing children under a pizza parlor and drinking their blood to maintain youth. And there, you know, there's a global conspiracy to conceal it. And Donald Trump is the only person who can save it. I'm just asking questions here. That kind of like ridiculous stuff. And by the way, if you don't know, that is the entire summation of QAnon. It is as absurd as it sounds. Yeah. That, that kind of started I mean, up like, viewers. yeah, now we've <laughs> intentionally to kill these five billionaires. And so I started looking yeah. into also all of the stuff about Ocean Gate and the submarine. Yeah. And apparently the kid who died, um, the 19 year old kid whose father apparently guilted him into this trip for Father's Day, because that's when this happened,
1: mm-hmm.
0: didn't want to go. And he was scared. And I think it was his aunt or aunt, however you say it, um, who shared some text message that he was worried it wasn't safe, and his father assured him um, that it was, and he assured him so because the billionaire um, CEO, who's Stockton Rush, which sounds like an evil billionaire like villain, mm-hmm. has done many many safety you know PR mm-hmm. disaster cover-ups saying that it is. Mm-hmm. Even though they knew it wasn't. And I found right. it then the whistleblower for Ocean Gate. Um, and anytime I hear about the things that whistleblowers go through, and, and small random companies like a freaking Titanic submersible company, mm-hmm. I, my heart just goes out. So this guy, David Lockridge, he was the former director of marine operations at OceanGate, mm-hmm. And back in 2018, he... Kept emphasizing safety concerns about everything from the design using carbon fiber for the submersible to, um, you know, the not being able to withstand pressure for the window, Um, it wasn't properly affixed or the proper thickness or the proper like bolting whatever. I'm not a ship expert. Not going to pretend to know um, anything about that. My not up this snuff, though. My expertise is where the sky and the water interact, not deep underneath it. Um, <laughs> verbally, nobody. He was being ignored, so he started putting his complaints in writing. He eventually got fired for it. Mm-hmm. So when he filed a retaliation lawsuit in 2018, um, and a legal whistleblower lawsuit which is a thing, Um, whistleblower lawsuit is a specific type of lawsuit, specific Uh Uh Um, Ocean Oceangate sued him back, claiming, and this is so fucked up, that by filing a whistleblower complaint, he um, violated company policy by disclosing private company information. Uh. They sued him back for filing the complaint, which is There's a reason why they settled before it ever got to trial uh, for an undisclosed amount. And despite my best efforts, I could not find this guy my heart goes out to him. They, they really tried to do a number. They diminished his role in their lawsuit of what he was doing. Sound familiar. Um, Mm -hmm. He lacked the expertise to properly inform of the, the safety hazards that were there. They said that by talking about it to other people, he was violating company policy it's like, it's the same sheet of paper that just, hey, have we tried this yet to just dis- to smear this whistleblower? Let's just go down the line. Uh, they went after his wife as well. She was uh, part of the whistleblower lawsuit because of damages that she incurred as they went after him. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, they put him through the ringer. And um, the exact concerns that he was trying to relay ended up being realized, and it cost five people their lives, including the CEO. Um so when people make comments about like how they have no sympathy um for the people who died uh, in in his case um I'd rather he have died with them than not obviously because it was his fault it was his arrogance it was his lack mm-hmm. of concern for safety he did all these interviews basically saying that safety was a waste of time and that they were being overregulated he was I mm-hmm. think that's author- that one that overregulation yeah. piece right that's
1: what uh the wealthy business people are always saying that. But that's what people don't realize is actually those safety regulations are there to protect the regular people. Exactly. Yeah. Well, these are if not regular people. It, it was well, you know, the consumers or whatever, right? It's in yeah. companies hate them because they have to do different things. Because it, well, hell yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot easier just to send somebody down in a fucking inflatable boat, right? And say best of luck and uh, you know no
0: consequences. But well, they probably thought it was safe because he was on there with them, you know, and true. was assuring them. But he died too. And um, for that, yeah, I don't have any sympathy no. because he got four other people killed in the process. And it was really only a matter of time. Apparently, there was a, a trip down there several months ago that was terrifying for some of the people who went down and they shared their concerns and were kind of, you know, dismissed. And it, this was inevitable uh, in a way. So the idea that it was, you know, an unimaginable attack that is meant to distract us from fucking Hunter Biden's laptop for the millionth time is absurd. Um, it's a disservice to the other victims, the actual victims of four people who paid $250,000 to die before they even got to the Titanic. Um, the death would have been virtually instantaneous. Um, you know, that level of pressure that suddenly would turn the human body to mush and uh, when people talk about oh they're going to cover recover bodies they're, they're not going to find whole bodies down there um and then it kind of started this whole oh why aren't there bodies at the bottom of the Titanic and blah 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 but two and a half
1: one and a half miles deep right yes and even but that's hard for people to comprehend. yeah
0: you know and so let's see um
1: hold on just one second okay okay JT, I need you to go on out or turn your show off. Okay. I need you to turn your show off. Thank you. You could take it to the other room. I just, I can't have stuff in the background. It's okay, dude. I'm telling you we're good.
0: (sighs) Yeah. So it's, it's really hard for people to try to comprehend depth at that scale, I think, and pressure underwater, because it's not like going up two and a half miles. You know, if you go up two and a half miles, you know, you're, you're still, you know, at, in the troposphere. So it's not the same thing. And, um, I mean, look,
1: it's like what, like submarines. And I looked this up because like I said, my, my husband's a Titanic guy. So we've been Watching movies and stuff and it's like, oh, so th- part of the problem with the Titanic in general is like the submarines that the military uses can't even go down as far as as the Titanic is. I think it's something like 300 feet or something or 600 feet. There's a couple different types of submarines that can go down and it's like nowhere Close to where the Titanic is. So it actually takes a significant amount of very, very specialized technology to get anywhere close to the Titanic because it's so deep.
0: Yeah. And this, the Titan sub was different than most of the other subs. I believe it was the only one that did not have proper certification to even do this. Um, which I imagine might have made it cheaper. I don't know. I couldn't find a pricing scale for the rest of the underwater Titanic um exploration subs. It's not like said they, you know, buy a ticket now, you know, three hundred grand. You gotta contact people privately and all sure. kinds of other shit. Have um, your people
1: talk to my people and then we'll make a yeah, deal. Yeah,
0: well, that there's like a, a you gotta do stuff. Um but yeah, so it, it was different because it was made out of carbon fiber, it had all of these other very clear shortcomings um it was not the very robust vessel that you saw you know in the titanic when I mean, we had was it bill paxton is like um talking about the thickness of the glass and he says you know if one of these gives it's sayonaro in like two microseconds like he was a lot of that stuff was right um but uh I'd, we'll do a disaster movie science thing at some point but um yeah so The whole idea that this was an orchestrated event or that it was so bizarre is just completely ridiculous because they were literally sued for this exact potential safety issue in 2018. Um, There were multiple interviews with Stockton Rush, like CBS did a deep dive with him in one of their submersibles a few years ago and interviewed him about all of the safety concerns. And I felt really bad for the CBS crew because now I'm like, you guys realize how close to death you were, right? And like all this stuff that he's saying to you is complete garbage and they ran it that that is the other thing it's like the media at the time had no grounding on whether or not what stockton rush was saying was true or not because it's such a niche thing because there are not a lot of resources out there for it probably because a lot of people didn't want to speak out this guy is super rich like james cameron knew this guy um and maybe didn't want to say publicly that his stuff is shoddy and dangerous while he was still alive i mean he waited until after he was dead to say yeah that guy was kind of sketch um because he worked with him somewhat on other titanic dives because like i said there's not that many people who do this right and so you know it's it was completely predictable but was staged now i kind of my husband and i have a joke that aliens always pop up and now we're debating whether or not it's to distract people from something else, or it's the other stories that are trying to distract from the aliens. And we're not sure. Like, the UFO stuff kind of started to come back out recently, right when Trump got indicted. And so we're like, wait, is the Trump indictment distracting us from the UFOs? Are the UFOs supposed to distract us from the Trump indictment? I'm not sure. Because both of those are seem very significant. We're not talking about the UFOs. So I think Trump's the distraction. I'm not sure. But um, I'm like I said, I made a maybe tasteless joke about how it was aliens and nobody got it because nobody's talking about the aliens, which we probably we probably should talk about the aliens. Apparently, we have a spacecraft um, in our possession. which. Yeah. So one thing that I. We're just going to talk about the fact that there are now multiple whistleblowers who claim we have an at least partially intact spacecraft of non Earth origins in our possession. And maybe it's our just general adversity to being like, I can't deal with that shit. There's my life, like I gotta, I gotta go to work. I gotta do my hair. I gotta pick up my kids from school. You want to tell me that I don't care about otherworldly, uh intelligent life coming to earth and that you've had this thing and God knows what you're doing to it or with it. And I can't do that. I don't want to process that. It's like finding out that like God is or isn't real definitively. It's too much it's too much guys but this is a conspiracy the ocean gate the titanic are the conspiracies and it, it's really insane how it, they do that and i looked into this guy the Voorhees guy and oh, he's yeah. fucking crazy so i did not know this guy apparently he's the one who's really pushed the whole pandemic film about how yeah. the pandemic was fake and or were orchestrated or a bioweapon um laundered a lot of money i don't want to say stole because people gave it to him willingly that was supposed to go to this self-described like medical freedom person in the film he's a huge vaccine disinformation agent pro-putin russian propagandist propagandist QAnon fanatic he's closely tied to project veritas joe Hmm. rogan and rfk jr which is very shocker Yeah. He also falsely claims to be a Google whistleblower. And I'm very sensitive about people who falsely claim to be whistleblowers because unlike these people, I have legal whistleblower protection. I filed a whistleblower lawsuit. The state agreed that I was a whistleblower. This guy claims he's a whistleblower because he downloaded 950 pages of Google policies that were related to trying to reduce the amount of propaganda and disinformation that comes up in a Google search result. So he claims to be a whistleblower because... According to him, he revealed Google censorship in the post 2016, 2016 election when Google decided to stop promoting and boosting links to disinformation websites. That's what he claims. Never filed a whistleblower lawsuit, does not have whistleblower status. Um, You may not get it if you file it, but never even filed it. He just claims because he leaked stuff to Project Veritas that he's a whistleblower. And I'm sorry, dude, fuck you. That's not what that means um you're not a whistleblower you you that you sent project veritas and google stuff oh boy um at any rate these people like to pretend like they're ed snowden or dan ellsberg but he's a crazy person who of course was all over the titanic stuff just so he could get people to follow him so they'd see all the other crazy shit and um that that's how this starts it's like a recruitment tool it's like oh this is really weird why would these billionaires these smart billionaires because all billionaires are smart you know go in this unsafe thing um because they're dumbasses and they're to you know like to the moon and back and they think they're invincible and this kind of shit happens all all the time you know it's
1: that's actually where I wanted to go with that because, yes, psychologically speaking, we think people who are rich are smarter than other people. Um, You know, beautiful people, too. Same thing. We think they're more intelligent. And the, really, that doesn't bear, bear out empirically almost ever. And so, yeah, you have dudes like Stockton Rush or whatever the fuck that guy's name was. Evil, and evil. listen, they're CEOs. That doesn't mean shit, right? That doesn't mean that they – invented anything or super smart or even good at marketing. They're just the person who gets placed at the top of a company for multitudes of reasons. And it could be based on skill or not. It could be based on networks. It could be based on, it's the owner's son. Listen, I'm watching Secession right now too. So like, I'm very, (laughs) I'm very much into this. Like, yeah, look at how crazy these people are they do act with hubris but they also act with impunity on things because a lot of these folks that they grew up wealthy they never had accountability for anything and yeah they think all these different things are stupid right oh yeah regulations are just there to stop me from having a good time right because they can buy their way out of everything except for death um and at least immediate death they can usually buy their way out of long-term death uh, but it's um, yeah it's you got to keep that shit in mind
0: there's a lot of overlap too between these people and the space people and stockton rush yeah. actually might be like the quintessential like figurehead for that he was born super rich in california um born into like super wealth he's like a descendant of one of the signers of the declaration of independence um yeah he he was obsessed with space as a child, like super obsessed. He once claimed he wanted to be the first person on Mars. Um, he did get a degree in aerospace engineering, and then got a master's of business, which is not a real degree. Sorry. Um, and th- but so he no doesn't have any qualifications whatsoever to be building shit to go to the bottom of the ocean. None, absolutely none. Born into wealth, used it to create this company. Um, all kinds of shit, did a lot of space stuff. It's not the same. Maybe that is where the fundamental, like, lack of, you know, congruity exists, that space and deep ocean are not the fucking same thing. Uh, If anything, they're almost opposite polar ends of Mm -hmm. the spectrum. And, um, yeah, so, at any rate, he is like the Nepo baby of America, pretty much, Mm -hmm. and got, you know, people killed. And, um, and as I far as the other billionaires go to, I, um,
1: I do not think that people who are billionaires are inherently smarter than anybody else. There's only a handful of folks who are truly self-made and I, I don't even know if they really truly exist. They usually start with a, with a On a higher pedestal than most of us. And frankly, I fall into the side of billionaires being immoral. Like if you have so much money that you're just hoarding it instead of, you know, paying your fair share of taxes and all of them are sending money off offshore bank accounts and all this other kind of stuff. And they're not paying their fair share back into the economy via taxes and and things like that. um, I I think that you are not a moral person to begin with. So I don't, I don't hold billionaires in this type of reverence like some people do because um, it's, it's a combination of, you know, predisposed wealth and luck.
0: Yeah. And obsessively ignoring all of the red flags so one of the things that so stockton rush got really interested in the ocean in like 2006 so didn't start doing any of this shit until then he wanted to get submarines but you know there weren't that many people who made them so he tried to build like mini submersibles um tried to buy the submersible following this one guy's death who was also obsessed with both space and deep ocean who died flying his own plane in the middle of the desert. So maybe that was like a red flag, you know, s- some humility there, but no, it, it didn't make a, a difference. So he just believed he could do his own company. Um, and here we wow. are now with people.
1: Why not? And, if your mother's not going to make you happy on earth, maybe it'll make you happy in space or the bottom of the ocean.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> I think this was like his 13th trip down there um, or so. And the guy was adamantly against safety precautions. I mean, this is every, it's really easy in hindsight to look and be like, holy shit, nobody should have ever trusted this person to begin with. Like, but when we're actively doing these things, like, you know, he they also partnered apparently with Theranos, which we've mentioned quite a bit. Uh, the company that fraudster convicted, felon fraudster Elizabeth Holmes started um, that my good friend Tyler Schultz blew the whistle on. She made his life miserable for like a decade, uh, stalked him, threatened him, tried to have him sent to prison, lots of things. But I'm going to go through now and look at all of the companies that have ever parted with Theranos and OceanGate and maybe not do anything involving their tech ever in my life just to be safe because I feel like I need that, that extra insulation now. And it, it seems like they run in these circles. The funniest right. part for me was is that Stockton Rush likened him himself to Elon Musk a lot. And Elon Musk was part of the people one of the people spreading conspiracies about the explosion or implosion rather. Um, saying there was something off about it, it didn't make any sense. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it does. It makes perfect fucking sense. Just like when we look at Elon Musk and all the times your rockets have blown up because mm-hmm. you ignored FAA weather warnings in 2021, um we, it makes sense to us because you don't listen. You don't listen to the experts. You don't listen to the safety people. They ignored the weather warnings and it blew up. And maybe he is kind of, he, he called it the equivalent to SpaceX for ocean, for deep ocean diving. I was like, eh, that sounds about appropriate. Yep, and sounds it's right. only a matter of time before somebody gets in one of Elon ro- rockets and it blows up. Um, Oh,
1: that's going to absolutely happen, especially as they start doing these more tourist trips and things like that beyond just William Shatner or whatever.
0: And he'll probably do the same thing Stockton Rush did and put his ass on it. And maybe then we can get new Twitter management and we won't have so much disinformation Nazis. I got called a lying Jew and a kike today, reported both of those comments from the same person. And guess what Twitter says? Not a violation of its terms of service. I'm not even Jewish, Uh, but still. It's it's ridiculous that you can do that now, but at any rate, the amount of conspiracies around the Titanic and the Submersible—they're not going away anytime soon. Um, neither of them are really new, except for the Switcheroo one. That that one's more—I uh, think that came up in like 2005 yeah. when a lot of the fever over the Titanic um, started to come out. But um, yeah, it, it shows that literally anything that is newsworthy will be consumed by conspiracy theorists, so they get you to pay attention to them so that they can slowly feed you other conspiracies that are far more dangerous doesn't really matter if people start conspiracies about a ship that sank in 1912 who does that hurt now that like i don't believe there are any survivors still alive today if they were that would be a, a fucking record um but it doesn't hurt anybody in that sense but it is used to spread much more harmful Disinformation, and that's why it's important when we see people starting to be like, "Oh, it's bizarre." It's like, no, it's fucking not. It's not. It's not. This is exactly what happened. Here's A to Z. It was predictable. Uh, yeah, somebody yeah. sued them over it. It's exactly what was going to always happen. Yep. And- well, and and I want
1: to say actually, you know, and the Titanic conspiracies aside, right? What was really disturbing to me was you know seeing mainland mainstream people politicians hate to blame joe biden for this like
0: that dan crenshaw the eye patch guy who's somehow the only (laughs) one not convicted of fraud related to the whole build the wall scheme um yeah he blamed first of all this is in international waters as if anything is close to canadian waters and the u.s coast guard didn't send people out and we provided proof of our top secret sonar surveillance when we publicly you know told people yeah we knew they we're probably dead, but we, until we had confirmation, what were we going to do? Just give up, which I, I kind of get that. Um, at first <laughs> I was like, you guys are gonna have to explain a whole bunch of wasted resources. If you knew those people were dead the whole time, but they, they were like, we, we got a signal that yes, sounded like that, but on the off chance that that's not what that was. Were we supposed to just not try? Um, right. So I get that, but this was not our problem. First of all, most of the people on it were not American. Um, I think there were people from four different countries represented there, maybe three. And uh, the prince or king or whatever he is now of England wanted like daily updates and all. It it was ridiculous how like high level government was involved with this, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dan Crenshaw attacked Joe Biden for the botched response, even though those people were dead the whole fucking time. And I actually thought the best retort to that came from none other than mr joe exotic himself uh from penitentiary tweet and he said oh god you know what give me one second i'm gonna pull it up because this gem and let's
1: put this up we'll put it up up on the 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 video as
0: well needs to be read verbatim
1: joe exotic was not a name i thought was gonna come out here and like i said i avoided this so i See joe exotic's uh take on this so give it to us
0: yes joe exotic's take was the take that none of us knew we needed um and i am so grateful for and of course if you do not know who joe exotic is he is the man who was the subject of the tiger king uh netflix documentary series who's now in prison for trying to hire a hitman to kill Carol a Bat- uh activist who um keeps rescued tigers in Florida um, before, the, you know, they're turned into glue or whatever. And um, he tried to kill her because he's got some weird, sick obsession with her. And the Netflix documentary, wildly and inappropriately tried to make her look like a murderer when it turns out her, her sex trafficking pedophile husband was like alive in Costa Rica or whatever the whole fucking time. It was terrible. Anyways, the guy ran... These really shoddy like tiger interaction zoos, if you could call it that. And people did get injured all the time at his zoos. He would probably be the first person to tell you about personal responsibility and the risks that you take when you're doing extreme things. And this is what he said. Dan Crenshaw quit looking for someone to blame. They built it, got in it, and took that risk, launched it, and if it imploded, no one could have done anything. Hats off to the U.S. Coast Guard and everyone who searched for it. Maybe God just don't want us at the bottom of the ocean to screw with things.
1: (laughs) Wow, the wisest words ever from Tiger King, Joe Exotic, who, by the way,
0: had been a presidential candidate. Yeah, he covers the whole thing in one freaking tweet. Like, hats off to them for searching for it um you know there's nothing anybody could have done they took the risk they knew the risk assuming they knew the risk again with the stockton rush person oh, i'm sure they find the
1: liability away
0: yeah yeah well this yeah you know, they were told they might die um you know and then cherry on top maybe we're not even supposed to be down there fucking with this shit you know and it was the perfect kind of response totally real it was on his official account i didn't know that you could tweet from prison but there you go um he all- ran the
1: president from prison so
0: I think he's running again. Um, but uh, he has an interesting... He ran for character. governor
1: in Florida at one point, too. What?
0: He's from Texas, isn't he? Or Oklahoma, one of those? Yeah,
1: he, he was in Louisiana or something. But, I, yeah.
0: State.
1: But... Um, I don't know. Yeah. The memes were great, though. I'm sorry, and I feel bad for Carol Baskin, but damn, the Tiger King memes were... Were good times.
0: Yeah. I, I started to watch the second season, and when it was very clear they were not going to, like, apologize for painting this woman to have murdered her husband and fed him to tigers when he was alive and that that was like okay I, I this was like a guilty pleasure the first time just because it was so insane scarface the real fucking scarface is in it um like the person that scarface is built off like is a character in this tiger king series um, so it, it, gets really weird, but when they didn't. I mean, abolish- that was the
1: early pandemic, like, sal that everybody
0: had. Was it during the pandemic? Yes.
1: <laughs> it was, it was like it, everybody, yeah. As soon as
0: everybody, the lockdowns I mean, yeah. started, it like. Oh, but it was, so, it was a, it was a great little bit, but it was also, I felt at the time, very, um, problematic that they made the activist who was rescuing animals, um, to be the equivalent of the sex cult fake doctor. Um, the Tony Montana character Scarface. Who was actually one of the sanest people in the whole show. That's how crazy the shit gets if you haven't watched it. Joe Exotic and all of his weird things going on. And then there was like the Jeff Lowe guy who comes in. Who's like the scam artist business person. Like They put her on like the same crazy scale as all of these people when literally all she did was run our tiger refuge that it was bad. But um, other than that, it was awesome. But um, anyways, before we get off into tiger King, I actually know tiger King's lawyer, uh, his actual real lawyer. So it's very small world. Um, yeah, this uh, <laughs> just took a turn
1: I was not prepared yeah, for. Tiger
0: King winds up in this plot. Uh, the Tiger King's lawyer is actually a lawyer from Jacksonville who ran or is running for, I think, a city council position there. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's happened yet. Um, nice guy, great guy. Um, hates the Santas. It's, it's a weird world that we live in, guys, and it gets smaller and smaller for me every day. But before we go off into any side tangents, that's our Titanic submersible billionaire bullshit episode and my final episode from Florida. Um, I'll only be coming here as necessary for my lawsuit against the state, which uh, is still ongoing, has been forced into mediation. We don't have to accept their offer, but we do have to go through the process of getting one. And um, we have a tentative trial date of September 3rd of 2024. Which is more than a year away. Um, But I am. No racket
1: sack for you.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Um, I'm sad to be leaving. Uh, My daughter was born in Florida. You know, she's only really ever known Florida. We weren't in Maryland that long after the raid. And my family all lives in Mississippi, they're close by. I have family in Florida as well my grandfather, um, grandmother, and, you know, my dad is a Florida man. I uh, grew up in Florida, and I fought for the state. And it it's sad. I don't. I shouldn't have to go. Right. And I think we get very angry when at injustice in general. People um, anger a lot of times comes from the feeling of of a wrong. And so yeah, I'm angry, but I'm more sad. And um, hoping that it's a new start. I mean, everything that's ever happened to me is going to go with me everywhere I go forever. But Um, for my kids, there was a level of peace being there that we never had here, not after everything that happened. Um, so it's, it's going to be different and I hope that things are better.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for putting yourself out there for us. There, um, is so much information now that we had and particularly during the pandemic that we had because you were willing to fight for it. It's not right what's been done to you in terms of upending your life as well and, you know, going after your family. And I will thank you on behalf of everybody in Florida who relied on the real information that you were providing us to help keep ourselves and our families healthy and safe during the pandemic. And, you know, those of us who are still left here will continue to fight Ron DeSantis on your behalf.
0: And I'll still be fighting from afar. And we'll keep doing the show just from a house that I don't have to worry about being raided um, at random or the police showing up or getting a knock at the door that, you know, upends my life and my family. And um, just because I'm not physically here doesn't mean I'm not still fighting here. And We're I, I want to to become a place that someday... I can come back to and live the rest of my life. And But um, as, according to Rick Scott, we're not welcome here anymore. Um, people who are socialist, communist, or progressive are not welcome in the state of Florida. This was like during his presidential announcement. Um, so we're not welcome. And um, if it was just me, yeah, I'd say. But it's not. And that's twice now that my family's had to suffer for this. So I'm heading out. But we will continue to fight the disinformation nation, um, Cindy from Florida and me from D.C., as uh, things get really crazy up to the election next year. Thank <laughs> you. Good
1: on that. Well, so thank you so much, uh, Rebecca, Misinformational herself. Be sure to check out all of the past episodes as well on Misinformational on our podcast. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, uh, wherever you'll find us, or you can support us directly through through the Big Mouth Media website at bigmouthmediafl.com. Subscribe to our show. That helps us keep going. $49.99 for the year, $4.99 a month Um, helps us keep going. Also, we do have the article up on the Big Mouth Media website about Alex Voorhees. So you can check out a little bit more about him and support all of our shows for $19.99 a month. Help keep independent media alive. Many of our hosts are based right here in Florida, and we're trying to get information out about what's really happening here as the authoritarian state grows. So thanks for having us here, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.
0: Thanks for joining Misinformational with Rebecca Jones, brought to you by Big Mouth Media. Stay connected by visiting misinformational.com and check out all the great shows and articles on bigmouthmediafl.com. You can also join the conversation with us on Facebook, Instagram, and the cesspool that's Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe to Misinformational wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.